All right, all right. I'm Sean. I'm DK. This is uh, Getting Past Les Subtitles. Uh, you know, where you just watch a bunch of Asian movies, try to convince you to watch some. Mm-hmm. Some of them are good. No, actually, most of them we watch are pretty good. Most of watch pretty good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> this series has been a little rough, but it, yeah. it had been on the incline with each new movie. Mm. Uh, this is the last in the series. Yes. Of anime and manga adaptions or adaptations or whatever the argument <laughs> for the, how to say that is. Yep. I'm going to actually Google that. Like, can you say? Pretty sure it's adaptations. I don't know. Like, I say adaptions. I don't I don't think it's adaptations. We should bet on this too. <laughs> <laughs> so, we had watched, um, what was Death the list? Note. Death Note last, right? Which was on the tipsy yeah. side. Not the best one. Uh, I, not my favorite casting, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it had some had some rough edges. Mm. But this one, I want you to eat your pancreas. Yes, is uh, it's a bit on the higher note. No, I enjoy it. I enjoyed this one. I actually enjoy. Where it. does this rank out of five? I think this is first. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. <laughs> out of the five that I watched, I'm quite shocked, you guys. <laughs> out of the five, number two is uh, is it either Bakuman or Roni Kenshin? No, no, it's it's Usagi Drop. It's Usagi. Oh yeah, two. Usagi Drop. <laughs> and then three is Kenshin, and then four, four is, is Bakuman uh, for sure. Yeah, Bakuman. And then five is yeah. I like Ronnie yeah, Kenshin yeah. better than Bakuman. And a five would be five. no. We had six. We had six. We had, we had six. six. Um, five would be Death Note, and then six would be. Uh... See, it's so bad we forgot. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I just erased <laughs> it from my memory. <laughs> what was it? What was your? Oh, what was oh, your pick? Oh, Kids on the Slope. Kids on the Slope. Kids on the slope. Wait, I, no, I mean, no, no, that's got to go higher. Yeah, that's, that's higher. That's maybe that's four. Four. What did I hate? Like, all was mm. really bad. Maybe I think Bakuman, I guess, would have to be the last one for me. Yeah, I think I think it's that it was that scene, the ink scene that yeah, killed it it's for really, me. Yeah, yeah. But so, it wasn't it wasn't bad overall. Mm. Just there's a it's like between that and Death Note. It's yeah, it's, it's between pretty, that and Death Note. It's pretty parallel. Yeah, very definitely. And then Roni Kenshin Usagi drop. Kids on a slope. Kids on a well, slope, is on third, slope is would be third then, mm. and then it would be well it would be, would be fourth. Would be fourth. Yeah. Kids on a slope would be fourth, and then it's Kenshin, and then it's Usagi drop, and then it's. Uh, I agree with that list. Yeah. Oh, I you do. I agree with that wow. list. Um, I mean, maybe maybe it's a toss up between Usagi drop, and this one. Nah, I, I definitely like this one better. It's a little bit of a toss-up for me. Maybe it's because it's, it was my first time watching it. I guess. You got kind of got that fresh eye appeal. Yeah, like, fresh appeal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I have a thing for sick girls who what? like... No, like, 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 like no, <laughs> <laughs> A fetish <laughs> of sick girls, you know, liking That's sick so girls. That's so bad. I'd rather you like feet than like, like, like dead girls. I, I have a thing for girls who are going to die. <laughs> Mm, post-mortem <laughs> necrophilia <laughs> oh no let's not go there what i'm trying to say I, I i have a, i have a you know like a soft spot for stories with like people who are at the end of their life and like they're trying to live their fullest kind of thing 
like stories like that. Like I don't know if you ever watched uh, Your Lie in April. No, but basically I, the same story as gotcha. this. But I've seen a lot of these stories. Though, yeah, for sure. I think it's a thing in like it Japan. Is, I feel like probably. Yeah, like, it's a very like common topic mm-hmm. that comes out. Yeah, it's a very common story. Where like there's this like person with a secret like illness, but they don't tell anyone for some reason. Exactly. Why not? Like or just like yeah, there's something that yeah, yeah. There's always that kind of hidden thing or whatever. And like they just happen to be really cheerful and like yeah, misgiving com- yeah. like from their circumstance. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know this. No, it's just, it's I didn't a, you know, know like this. you feel bad. But, like, you can, like, learn to appreciate life through that. So, like, it always gives me, like, a weird balance between, like, sadness and, like, hope. (laughs) Just a little bit of here and Mm. a little bit of there. And it mushes together all nicely. Um, So, this is my second time watching it. um, And the first time watching it, it's going back to my, like, biggest question that when it comes to Asian movies, is substance. Because mm. <laughs> of the ending. Yeah, no. was, um, so, you know, big spoiler, because uh, if you don't know already. So she dies at the end. Yeah. But, but, she doesn't die because she's ill. She's murdered. Yeah, I, I was like, she's murdered. No, don't do this <laughs> this way, man. We kill the dying girl. Uh, which, I don't know. Which comes out of like out of the blue, and it's just when things happen like this for me, I just feel like it drops the ball, and I like I always just like get so disappointed for some reason. Like I don't know, it just feels like you tossed away everything that we built up for. And in a way, yeah. it's like okay, maybe that's the point for subverging expectations. But like the question is, is it justified? I mean, I can I can find a few arguments for why they did that. Mm. But I don't know if it's the strongest arguments. I have some too, and I guess we can save it closer to the end once we uh, yeah, kind of talk about it again. All right, moving on. So backtracking, rewind. Uh, so you know we'll, uh, or you can skip the facts and nobody cares about it. That's not you too. No, we can do it. (laughs) So came out in 2017, directed by uh, Sho Tsukigawa. Um, I think I've seen some movies that he's made. But this is the only one that I've actually watched. Mm. Like, I've, I've come across some other things. Okay. This is actually... Here's a weird, I guess, loophole to this. Because this isn't really a manga or anime adaption. This is technically an adaption of a novel. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Here's, okay. But here's, How dare you? The sacrilege. Wait. Pump, let's pump. Of our, of our holy <laughs> series. <laughs> Forgive me, Father. <laughs> Let's pump the brakes. It's a novel that came out in 2015. Mm. I think... Let me hear your dirty excuse. <laughs> I've come here to confess. <laughs> Will you hear me out? So, yeah. It got a manga adaption. I can't... I don't remember the date, but I think it's 2016 that the manga came okay. out. So... Technically, what? I guess... I mean, if there is a manga of it, right. then I guess it's still oh, valid. It definitely has an anime, but the anime came out after the movie. Okay. The anime was released in 2018, and the movie was released in 2017. Mm. Um, but I guess the story is so good that it just got the full rep, right? Like, it got just yeah, every, yeah, everything, yeah. every adaption. 
Um, does she die in the, the die like that in the uh, in the anime? Yeah. Anime in the. Uh, I haven't read the book. Too. I haven't yeah. read the book. Uh, I'm kind of curious to read the book because I feel like there's. I don't know. I'm kind of curious to read More the book. Nuance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like rewatching this again, it felt like a novel. Mm. I think because there's just a lot of things that are, are more like novel-esque. Yeah. And then like translate to a movie. But I'm like, oh, this is definitely things that I would read rather than be occurring in a movie. Mm. Like, I mean, narration is the biggest one, right? Like, okay, so they use a the narration mechanic. And then there's some things like even just the story in itself, like, okay, this feels more like fitting for a novel rather than a movie. And maybe that's why, like, I guess I have like a little misgivings about it. Yeah. But yeah. And then the anime is also a little different as well. The biggest, okay. The biggest anime is between like the different, the biggest difference between the anime and this um, is from what I remember, mostly the ending Mm-hmm. I actually like the movie better than the anime oh. because it kind of cuts out some things in like the anime? in an anime mm. um for one so it's like the only time that it's so like the movie uses this sort of time thing right yeah like the whole movie is essentially yeah whole movie is essentially a flashback of what uh, happened to of, right so kind of he gives a story of the of sakuran yeah so in the anime it's like the only time that we see the present day is like at the very beginning. And then the entire movie it's is just a flashback. It's just a flashback. Um, so they kind of basically drop that mechanic. Mm-hmm. Actually, they don't even do it. It You see the present in like the opening credit sequence, like in the song. Oh. So it's more like B-roll footage rather than like in the story. Okay. You know? Um, so they, like the entire thing is in high school, which is fine. But then they drop like, that means they drop out the fact that um, the whole wedding day thing and then like they make up best friends like the ending of the anime is is um when sakura dies the best friend like comes to meet her mm. him kyoko meets him at a shiga so kyoko meets shiga at a cafe with like the notebook i think the diary yeah and then she's like angry at him but they don't really make up what at the end of the movie at the end of the anime if i remember wow yeah so it's just like how many it wasn't satisfying how many um it's a movie, anime movie. Oh. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half or something. Oh. It just, yeah, it gives up the present day arc. And so that means, so it's just like, it's a different, but I feel like it gave up that as I well. See. So so it wasn't as satisfying in the movie as the movie. Um, but Yeah, you want to walk us through the movie? You want to? Yeah, so basically, sick girl <laughs> who uh, coincidentally with quotes, with air quotes, uh, drops her little secret diary of all her, her, uh, well, she's sick with some kind of pancreatic, uh, disease. I guess it's like a pancreatic cancer. I guess so. And so she's at the hospital and she coincidentally meets one of her classmates who she happens to like, and she drops the notebook so that he could see it. And then, is it on purpose? Did she do it on purpose? I have- no, it's not on purpose. It, it wasn't. Think, no, it was no, no. by accident. Yeah, I think she drops it by accident. Okay. And then- yeah, she drops it by accident, and then he picks it up out of coincidence, and he reads it. Finds out that she has some kind of can- pancreatic problem, and then that's how they meet. And then she finds she gets starts like getting attracted to who he is, or like starting to wonder who he is more and more. And then they start to form this weird relationship where. She keeps on like telling him to do stuff and like 
you know, like meet with her and like, you know, and, and because, you know, she's sick and he kind of feels, I don't know what he feels exactly in the beginning. <laughs> because he's, he's a very like emotionless dude right. for the most part. And so like he starts following her and like, you know, doing what she wants. Because he, I guess he kind of feels bad, I guess, because he's, yeah. she's going to die or whatever. And like she keeps saying, I want, you know, like, um, she heard this like story about like if you eat uh part of the of if you're sick and if you eat the part that you where you're sick mm. then you kind of you can get healed so like since she's has this pancreatic problem she's like oh i want to eat your pancreas because maybe if i can eat your pancreas then i'll kind of you know yeah be okay be healed <laughs> be okay yeah and so like wherever she goes she like orders like organ meats and like she <laughs> eats like packages <laughs> wherever she goes random shit yeah and so that's pretty much the premise of it and like mm. you know how like they kind of you know I guess they fall in love right <laughs> kind of weird <laughs> but I guess so it's always that Japanese like never really saying what they really feel but it's pretty much clear. some kind of love there some kind of a teenage angsty love <laughs> that happens over there. So, and he, then the spoiler is she dies. She dies, <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of regrets uh, not living as a. But not loving her. Oh well, yeah, and like not expressing as much as she he could have, I guess. Mm. Yeah, so it's like uh, the setup is. Yeah, what he said. Um. That she drops a notebook and he picks it up. The coexistence with death journal or something like yeah, that. Something, something like that. With the disease. With the disease. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> she like, like we find out that she's kind of like scared at first, but she is very, puts on this very outgoing facade, facade yeah. essentially. Um, and decides to take interest with him since he turns out to be the only person that finds out about her illness yeah and he's like the only one that like can shut up about about it like right, he doesn't right. he doesn't care to tell anyone or like talk mm. about it so i guess she felt like he's somebody she can trust to not like yeah. go like crazy about it i think that's why she like mm. well, like was okay with it in the first place too where yep. like he didn't go crazy about the disease and he was like oh, you're gonna die but he was kind of like oh okay <laughs> like he was very like nonchalant about it i think that's why she was okay with him knowing yeah in the there's, beginning. there's a there's a scene that to me describes where like pretty much clearly lays out what the relationship mm. is um or at least like during the bulk of the movie um rather than kind of i guess evolves near the end yeah but like when they're in the classroom and everybody's like kyoko questions him like because she finds out that they went to the sweet shop cafe or whatever. Yeah. She's like, what are your intentions with her? Um, why is he? Why are you hanging out with her? And the whole class makes a fuss and he runs off to yeah. the rooftop. And that whole scene with the rooftop, she explains like, um, or he even acts like, what is this relationship? Or like, don't, you know, you don't have to get close to me. Yeah. She's like, well, I, we're not, it's different from best friends or a boyfriend because like you won't, you don't act that way. Like you don't act different around me and yeah. I can trust you with me. Like I can trust in you my everyday life without you making a specialty out of it. Yeah. Like, you know, she says like my doctors are uh, just tell me the truth. And then my parents and Kyoko are there to, to like keep her alive. Fix my yeah. everyday life. 
Whereas and he's you, the only one that's like normal about it. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. care whether he doesn't affect it in any way. Yeah. yeah. So like that's the sort of like relationship. That and I think they that's have. what she wanted, right? That's exactly. Because like if she told Kyoko, she would go crazy and mm-hmm. she'd cry all day. She's an emotional person. Yeah, and then you know her parents are trying their best to keep her alive, and mm-hmm. like the doctors are, you know, doing saying their what part. they you know, doing what they have to do, but like. I guess she feels like she lost her like norm, norm the normality of her life, mm-hmm. and so she wants to kind of get that back. And I think he's providing that for her. Right, right. So in this, uh, because he, you know his character is very emotionless, so mm-hmm. to say, or like he doesn't care what other people think about him. Exactly, or like, exactly. Or, or you know, he doesn't care about other people as well. Mm-hmm. And so that I guess attracted her. Yeah, just like unaffects sort of. How he will treat other people and how yeah. every day he's goes. always going to be the way that he mm-hmm. is, and I guess she liked that about him. And it's very good, like character development with him as well. Yeah. Um. And so, like the rest of the movie is, you know, we kind of really jump into, like, really jump into the story. Um. One of the biggest points that I like was that the way it handles exposition with this film, because mm. I never feel that I'm being pulled back out of the story. I'm always like progressing with it and yeah. there's always like something to like keep the train moving so it's like they kind of express sort of a little backstory between small scenes or like you know in the hospital scene like that was really mitts and short yeah. but it's like a perfect amount of explanation and then it hops right back into what we're there to see and then like uh he asks her what do you want to do you should do make the most out of your time while you're still alive and then she's like um well since you brought it up um, we'll figure out what you want to do with the rest of your life because she makes a point of like, you know, we kind of equally have the same amount of time to live right, in this right. world. So her philosophy was like, like, you know, people say that I'm going to die mm-hmm. in a few, like in, in less than a year. But like, if you think about it, anyone could die. You yeah, know? yeah. So that's like her argument, I guess, yeah. for like. So that's, um, that's flag number one, right? So keep this in your mind throughout the podcast because she brings up the note the newspaper yeah that's like you know there's you know, this... i knew that was gonna happen like as soon as she like talked about it, i knew something about that is gonna come back up later and it's gonna here's my question like does one foreshadow justify it was such a like <laughs> like like just like a throw away i feel like and then they used it in that way i, I don't know just like they they it's like you had I kind of get why they used it, but then right. in I feel another like they sense, because they had to. But like, in a way, like, okay, if I was to write the story, right, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do this whole relationship between them, and it's like, whatever, not clear if they like each other, but they kind of blah blah blah, like unspokenness. But then we're gonna sweep the rug and like kill her. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and I'd be like, let's how do we explain this that? for for people <laughs> uh, just in case they they don't know what we're talking about. Like, mm-hmm. so how she dies at the end is not because she dies of the disease, but like. In the newspaper in the beginning, she talks about like, you know, she talks about how everyone could die someday. Like there's apparently there's some random like killer out there who like has been um going on this like killing spree, I guess. In, in Yeah, it's like random attacks. Random attacks. And so like she's like pointing out pointing this out in the newspaper. Mm. And at the end, like when she goes um when she's trying to go on a trip with um she got at the end she's like going so happy she's like so happy to go on this trip and she's so excited and while she's walking like she gets stabbed randomly and she dies basically <laughs> is what happens 
<laughs> like the bluntness of what you said is how I felt. <laughs> like, no, literally. literally. That's yeah. And so, but like, does so the question is like, does this newspaper like just this one foreshadowing? And it's a really brief thing so that they brief. talk in the beginning about mm-hmm. about it. That it's like you can kind so, of dismiss it. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. And then that brings out, and then that just through lines through yeah. her murder. And like, so I can, f- I it, it makes sense in the sense that like, oh, like they foreshadowed it and they wanted to kind of use it mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it also kind of um, implies her point of like living for the moment kind of thing. Right. So I, I get why they used it, but then it just kind of felt very cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like it's okay. Like overarching, uh, looking at this movie and like, kind of like analyzing and taking my notes it's like i all the flaws quote unquote or things that bug me about this movie are not technically wrong in a technical aspect yeah they they they, they're plausible in a technical way but in a personal way they don't sit well with me i think that's what it is yeah like i as i was getting more invested in the story Mm -hmm. i just felt like they like took it away all (laughs) away from me and maybe that's what they wanted like i mean definitely that's what they wanted to do Mm. and it makes sense and i guess from a story standpoint it's not wrong or bad or anything it's just what i wanted from it and then what (laughs) i got felt so different and i think i mean maybe that's a I guess that's a compliment. Yeah, that's on like to maybe what that's a good thing doing because mm-hmm. I think it it kind of drove home the point of what they wanted to kind of say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like you know, like we all like expect there to be more, even in life. And I, maybe it's a good metaphor for that. You know what I mean? Like right. we can expect, we always expect that we're gonna live like sixty, seventy years, but you know, you know, you don't know what happens in life. Just like when you just randomly get stabbed <laughs> by some attacker and die. Just when I you expect know? a great ending for a movie, and then they're like, "Nope, <laughs> stop, son." And I and when I was watching it, like I felt more sad because it mm. just abruptly ended. Yeah. So maybe they did a good job. Yeah, it's just, but it like is a it compliment. doesn't feel good. Yeah. And, uh, like again, it's like. I guess they accomplished that, right? <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. Good job, but screw you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the the feeling that I got the first time, mm. and then that is still the feeling that I get now. Mm. And it's just like I can't put my thumb on it, but it just like, yeah. But I guess it's fine. It's fine. I mean, yeah. I don't know how to how to like pinpoint it exactly, mm. but. The general feeling that I have from it is, yeah. is yeah, what I explained. Like, this is something that I would like to talk to the director with and be like, was this your expectation? Because if it was, then you did a good job. Like, you did perfect on that. It's it's kind of like, like, I don't know if you've, you played FF7, right? Uh, Not really, actually. Okay. Not like through and through. You know the spoiler though, right? Yeah. The yeah. big, big thing where like, she just abruptly dies. Yeah. Aerith. Mm-hmm. yeah so in final fantasy 7 there's something kind of similar similar where like there's this girl who's like really up upbeat and like she's a live in the moment kind of person and she you know spoilers but she <laughs> uh gets killed by the by the antagonist at the like in the middle of the story so mm. it's like really abrupt and, and you're just like what the heck just happened another, and, this is an ff7 too? yeah it's another an ff7 yeah 
It's in the original. Gotcha, gotcha. It this it doesn't go up to this in the new new remake, but it's probably gonna happen. It'll, it'll be there. <laughs> yeah, like I think it's interesting because I feel like death is a really good way to kind of show the value of life. You know what I mean? Like by having some kind of. I mean, obviously, when you lose something, you miss the thing that you had, right? Yep. And I think that's what they. Do, like these kind of stories do mm. is like by showing you a death of somebody you care for you like uh, start begin to appreciate the life that you have right yeah and i think it um also like uh following shiga for so long and like this whole movie is really just the development of his character yeah and sort of going from this uh like emotional character that you kind of question motionless <laughs> yeah. character you kind of question like his sympathy and like you know how his place on people and things and yeah. um him sort of being forced with uh sakura uh really kind of changes his perspective and like we he grows his attachment to her mm. um and like starts to feel for her and like you know like i want you to live in yeah. the end and so by like that sort of climax um, we really see, you know, through like how he texts her, and yeah. like that he really uh, the text that he never sends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like just, yeah, he deletes it. He's like, I just want to eat your pancakes. Yeah, like, like I was like, dude, you should just add all of that <laughs> and add the and, I want to eat the pancakes at the end, man. You don't have to delete the whole thing. <laughs> so like that's like the pivotal moment of like sort of like his character, but progression. it's too late. But yeah, she's yeah. dead. <laughs> nah, it's fun. Um, and you know, like there's this growing like tension between them and like who and like at that moment you kind of feel like you were getting to that clear point of the relationship yeah and like do they finally express that they like each other or like do they finally express like you know what they mean to each other but then she dies and it's like no we never get they that never do it yeah yeah they never do it but it's like at that moment before the date essentially like yeah. you kind of feel like it's going to that right and then Never well, happens. like I knew the bad thing was gonna happen at that moment though, sure, because it's getting too good to. <laughs> it's too much for, happiness. Yeah, it's too much happiness for this for the movie to you know. Mm. <laughs> it's too much happiness for the movie to contain. They're like, we can't have this. This is a sad movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. We gotta bring you back to reality, son. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think about? I guess sort of the structure of this movie, like between it bounces back between like the present and then really the bulk of it is um, I think away. it flowed pretty well mm-hmm. um like the cuts and the different juxtaposition like when he's like going into the going to the school mm-hmm. and then like cuts to his younger self going to the school and stuff like that seamless like, just yeah, seamless. yeah those little <laughs> things that kind of make it kind of not feel like it's so much of a flashback but like mm-hmm. it just kind of transitions very well yeah so those are nice. Um, I think I enjoyed the flashback moments more, mm-hmm. just because I—that's I, the meat of the story. Yeah, yeah. Um, everything else outside feels more like just, um, more like exposition for in a certain sense. Right, right, right. But like, I think it handles like going back again. Like it handles anything around that. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Like you know, it does. It, it will do it through dialogue or mainly the look of it is through right. dialogue. I mean, but because it like feel... basically what he's doing is he's. Telling the story to this young kid, right, exactly. young student, mm-hmm. and so like basically he's like explaining what happened. In, in this story. <laughs> the whole movie is exposition yeah, for the president, basically. So, 
Yeah, and then there's like these little moments where like he he and like the older Kyoko, mm-hmm. they kind of like have this like non friendship yeah. that kind of like they look you know going mm-hmm. back and forth. So yeah, I mean it does good. It does a really good job in like you know we get the sense of like they're definitely not friends. They don't or really it's more if Kyoko doesn't like him. Yeah. In high school, and then when it, but like before that, when it juxtaposes um parallels it to the present it doesn't feel like that hatred it feels more like she feels sorry for him or something like there's just this sort of sadness about it you know um and then it cuts to like back then so i think it really good does a really great job in keeping the tone between the two uh, times even though like immediately switches between them yeah so yeah i think um like it handles tone really well with this movie as well like just everything really flows and everything feels really solid. Yeah. Like uh, I wrote down that um, like the script is really amazing. I think like it's you feel that it's tight, um, but that just again kind of keeps the train moving. And I feel like there's a lot of nuance that's in the language mm-hmm. that I miss just because I don't know the language. Yeah, I feel like they yeah. would there would be more like nuance to what they're saying that I I'm, I'm missing because mm. I'm reading the subtitles instead of actually like understanding it. It's funny that you say that cuz um I when I went to go see the anime, I was with um a friend of my father's and she's Japanese and she speaks Japanese. So like she's like we were listening watching it with subtitles but she can just yeah. hear it. And um she was like, you know it's funny cuz like she said the translations were eh mediocre because the way he says things are very blunt yeah, and very like just kind of dry according to his character. Like, yeah. you know, um, he'll answer just something straight like, uh, gosh, what's a good example? Just like he won't really like, I guess the subtitles kind of fluff up his words a like, little bit. I, like, like um, I don't want you to die or something. Or like, I want like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Some kind of <laughs> like it's more blunt, like it's more mm-hmm. straightforward. Like, there was a line when she, they were in the library. Like, I don't care about other people or something like that. Right, right, like, right. Like, she, she asked him of something in the library or, like, um. Or, like, why do you, like, the classification thing, like, why, mm. like, why are you so bad at classifying stuff? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, like, classroom son, like, and that speaks well to his character, too. But, like, she's, like, I don't know, she asked something of him or, like, are you okay with this? And then he says, uh, like, kekko uh, which is we're just like it's fine, yeah, kind of thing. Like it's just a very dry, like it's Straightforward. okay, yeah, like it's okay, rather than like maybe you'd say um, e des, which is more like um, that's same like translation, but, but it's like a more, softer tone. Yeah, it's a softer. Tonal, yeah, 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 yeah. Rather than like a just like a kind of dry line, like terse. Mm-hmm. So like that's like something that you know with subtitles. That's the nuance there that yeah. you kind of don't pick up in his character. And I heard, I heard that in the Japanese language, a mm. lot of the language, the language is very uh, kind of open to interpretation. Like mm. it's more vague. Like yeah. it's it's like the some, the way that you word it, you can derive a lot more meaning from it mm. when it's um. So like in English, let's say for mm. example, like you. You have to be a lot more specific to get across your point sometimes. Gotcha. But I heard that in Japanese, you can say the same like in same thing mm-hmm. with the same kind of intention, but like the the way that you can interpret it could be a lot um like wider. Mm. Where like you can say something 
um, I like you, mm-hmm. but it could be like, it could mean like I, I I really like you as in like I like you as like a human being or like right. I like you as like you know a lover or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it could it could be the same you know yeah. way that you say it, but it could mean different depending on like the context of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, that's very true. There's a line that I kind of picked up on, and I was like. <laughs> like kind of nod my head a little bit but like it makes sense in the scene like when so kyoko goes to the balcony um to the rooftop with yeah. him and then they kind of like have the moment of like i she's like i'm her best friend we've been friends since like middle school but he actually like um why don't you tell her why not not that she he actually's like uh you must like her a lot like oh, you yeah, must yeah. like sakura a lot uh-huh. but he says like uh uh sakura wa skidas or uh-huh. something similar to that um and so like skeet means essentially like to like and so like you can kind of like in a way if you like were left field you can kind of interpret that me like do you love. like her as like a love or like as a girlfriend kind of yeah. like but within the intention of you know what he's talking about it's like do you like her but as a friend you know yeah. but he doesn't have to say it specifically as like you must like her a lot as your best friend but, but, like ski like that word it can mean a lot of different things, right? Like in mm. in depending on the context, right? Yeah, I mean, like it, it well, it's means... essentially the same same thing, but like yeah. the intensity the of it, it can be different. Maybe I don't mm. know. And I mean, there's like layers to like the words love and like ski and like there's different words. Like you know, ski is definitely is more of the, is more of the broader one of yeah. you kind of use that in more every day of like I like you or like I like, I like food this. or yeah. I like that. You know, so it can mean different things of like where you use it. I'm like because. From what I hear, people hardly say like "aishteru," which is more of like "I love you" uh, more forward. Um, and there's another one as well, but those are generally kind of out of fashion, you can say. Yeah, no one says that really. Right, like right, in, right. In conversation. Yep, yep. So it'd be more like "daisuki" or "just ski." Mm. So, but that is a that is definitely a, a point to say. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you think of? Um, I guess their trip, right? It's like oh the trip, <laughs> and so it's funny that I wa- I was watching this the first the second time, and then like she's like um we're gonna go on you know there's like oh we're gonna go on this trip and it's, they're on the train and I'm like I looked at the timeline and it was like less than thirty minutes I was like whoa this scene happens like this fast oh like I kind of get astonished by the pacing of this movie oh and I mean that just kind of threw lines back with like how tight the script and everything yeah. moves forward. Like it just seems like such a development. So yeah, fast. she's just like, "Hey, you want to go on a trip with me?" <laughs> I lied to my parents, and uh, I lied to my uh, friend that uh, I'm sleeping over her yeah. house. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, they go to um, somewhere I forgot, but they go to eat, and then uh, then to... they go to the temple. Oh no! And then they go to the hotel. Yeah. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. What did you think of that whole thing? Like, what were your kind of impressions of, I guess, her intentions? Um, I'm not exactly sure what her intentions <laughs> were. <laughs> but I think the implication was that she wanted to, like, I don't know if it was actually sleep with him or, like, have sex with him. <laughs> I think that was that was more the, saved for the la- house. later the yeah. house. I don't know. It was kind of both, I feel like. Like, yeah, I think, I think, yeah. I think, like... It was, it was, for her, it was like, whatever happens, happens, <laughs> kind of thing. You know what I mean? She's kind of YOLO at this point. You know what I mean? But I mean, I, 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 like, I didn't feel like it was awkward or anything. Right, right. Because I felt like as a person, 
especially like a teenager at that age mm. and with that mentality, like with like, you know, the condition that she has, I feel like it's kind of a natural kind of like inclination to kind of like want to experience things like, you know, like the alcohol, like she's like, oh, I've never right, drank right. before, so I want to drink. Like, you know, her kind of like, I could see the underlying desperation she has. Like, you know, like mm. in the movie, she's like trying to cover that up. But like the way that she's acting kind of reveal that more. I feel like, you know, right. like she thinks that she's hiding those things by doing these things, like by being bright and like, you know, mm. but I, I think when you look a layer deeper, like it, it's kind of like the way that she's like crying out to kind of like hold on, clinging on to life right, in right. a certain sense, you know? And so like, it makes sense. And like, you know, I think she liked him more at that for sure. point <laughs> for sure. So like, I think the things that she wanted to kind of like, you know, like the memories that she kind of wanted to make with him, mm. you, know, you know, is is something that like, you know, is understandable yeah. at her, you know. Yeah, it's a good point that, uh, yeah, there's, there's definitely like, because she does in fact make the list of things that she wants to do and yeah. sort of that trip kind of encompasses the list that she wants yeah. to do and that you can look at it like that desperation is definitely there yeah. and sort of she you know just like with the facade of being outgoing and like yeah. doing all these things is like dragging him into it um but in reality she wants to fulfill the most that she can and um i don't know i don't want to say that he's a crutch to that but um kind of she wants to bring him along in that journey because yeah. in a way that she sees that he hasn't also been living his life to the fullest either you know so i think like when I watch the scenes like this time around, like I see more of him kind of like developing um, as a person and like kind of growing to like her more. Yeah, it, it's it's um, like broadening it up. Yeah, and acting wasn't bad either. Right, you know right. I mean? Like it, it was, they kind of did pretty well. Like mm -hmm. the it was very natural. It's very in their character. Yeah, yeah. It didn't feel like overacted or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So um, consistent. Yeah. It was very consistent. It worked pretty well, I think. Do, do that that sequence what do you think of um uh i think one major thing was uh kyoko in this movie mm. like just her role in the movie yeah if anything i feel like she was overacted a little bit like kind <laughs> really? of yeah just i mean like you know when she's like angry and stuff mm. it I, I mean it could be a character thing and sure. maybe it's just me like it's just, just overanalyzing <laughs> the character but just like you know how she's like always like staring at him and like mm. it, it just feels I don't know like she feels very possessive you know what I mean <laughs> of, of Sakura that, yeah that's a good one and it, yeah. it just kind of feels very I don't know if a person like that really exists where like mm. they're like that possessive of a friend maybe I mean I'm sure there are yeah, yeah. but it's it's not like it's common is it a girl thing? <laughs> just, I'm just talking on a string. No, I know, I'm, I'm, I know, but like, I'm just saying, like, I'm just really wondering, like, mm. if there's somebody to that extent. I'm sure there is. Yeah, there's all different kinds of people. But... I think it's like just the weirdness of it yeah. in her character. Like, I mean, she knows nothing of kind of what's going on. Yeah, and then, you know, all of a sudden she's kind of. And I feel like if you're guy. that close, you would get the hint, like that she's kind of like sick. I don't know. I mean. That's a stretch. 
in my thought. I think maybe you'd get, she kind of gets, I mean, and it's brought up like she likes him or there's a sort of relationship going on between them. Toko and No, no, no. Be, no, between uh, Sakura and Shiga. But from Kyoko's perspective. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think she would pick up that she's sick. I think you could. I mean, if you're that close to somebody mm. and, like, she has to go to the hospital a lot and, like... You it's appendicitis. Like, and then... <laughs> and you, you, for appendicitis, you go to the hospital for two weeks? I don't think so, man. Like, and you know, extended. <laughs> and, and she knows, you know, the parents. So, like, I don't know... Like, but that's never really like. Yeah, but no, I mean, but like, if if, if they're close, close enough yeah. to like talk like on the phone, because mm-hmm. like you know she calls Sakura oh, yeah, and be yeah. like, "Hey, your parents told me that you know you're staying over my house." Like mm-hmm. I would all from there, is like, "What are you doing, girl?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm deducing it from the things that I've seen, but it's mm-hmm. not specifically said in the movie. So so I'll give you that. I just, I just feel like if I had a best friend mm. who I was, you know, that close to, who I'm like possessive over, <laughs> I think I, I could fi- figure out that you know it's she's sick. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you know, she's she's herself. She's not me, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe she doesn't have the same level of deduction, <laughs> the same level of possessiveness as you. <laughs> the same level of a stalker. <laughs> people. Twisted man, twisted. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I guess my my weird fetish for sick girls. <laughs> they're like, they're, there's more and more being added to this. Possessiveness, sick girls. I'm gonna keep a tally. Oh my. Um, I guess my like bother with her was like her arc in the story. Or like, was she even in the film enough? She's be, weak. Like she's the, very, her character, yeah. I feel like. I mean, like as important as she is overall in the story, we don't see her enough or have enough of her. Well, my thing is we don't have enough between Kyoko and Sakura's relationship. Like I'm not buying their best friendship. Yeah, that's I think that's the biggest part that Mm -hmm. I I felt like. Yeah. And so it's like at the end of the day, when like the biggest um, point at home and like the conclusion of the film is like uh, Sakura wants these two important people in her life to also be friends when she passes away. Like yeah. there's just not enough meat or material there to, to really kind of justify or, or, yeah. or buy that, you know? And I think like I put some thought into this and I guess my, the other argument with that is that the whole film is really Shiga's perspective. Like mm-hmm. it's solely his narrative, like from beginning to end. Yeah. Um, Like I was kind of carefully watching it when I was skimming through it and be like, there really is like no scene without Shiga in it. Yeah. So like it, it leans in that. So it makes sense that like, okay, well, if we're if that's the argument, then he he doesn't understand their relationship yeah. either. So like we only know as much as he knows. You know, he just knows that they're best friends. And we know from what Sakura tells us, but we really don't understand it. You know, and we know what she wants from Shiga and Kyoko, but we just don't know the dynamic between them. Yeah, that, that makes sense. So, which is like going back to like, uh, like it bothers me, but that's a technical right answer, like you know. Yeah, but I don't know if that's better in the sense of like story wise, mm, right? Like mm. you said, like it makes sense technically, like it makes sense, like yeah, like the way that they're kind of thinking about how how they're going about the story. Yep. But I don't know if it 
actually helps the story become a better story. Because mm. I felt like I do f- agree with you. Like I feel like if you did add um, the elements of her being close and like the, the closeness between the two, mm. it would flesh out the story more naturally. I feel like yeah. you know, as a as a viewer, yeah. when you're watching it, the the um, interaction between her Sakura and Kyoko and the the relationship that they have, the closeness that they have, instead of just talking about it, I think it would have a much bigger impact in how I perceive. Like, you know how I said, like, Goku kind of felt overacting and weak? Right. I think the reason why is because every scene that you see of her mm-hmm. is not a, you know, relationship with Sakura, but, like, how she reacts to Shiga. Exactly. And so that feels like it's weak because if I had seen her closeness with Sakura, then mm. it would make more sense for me to see her being mad at yeah. Mad Shiga, right? Mm. That makes sense, right? But since we don't have that, but we have we have her just getting mad, I think that's why I felt like it, it was overacted because you never see the extent of her relationship with Sakura. Yeah. So you always feel like whatever she's doing is overreacting to the situation because mm. you know no that, context yeah it doesn't feel like she's that close with Sakura anyways yeah it's just a word you know it's just her talking so mm. yeah I mean like even the only implication that they ever hang out in the movie is when she visits her in the hospital yeah like that's that's it and then you know and, the like fact her that getting the jealous friends... because he went on that like sweet yeah the cafe, sweet cafe date with her mm. instead of her instead of Kyoko so it's like yeah and that's i guess why i'm more curious to read the novel to see if there's more like if there's a little, out. a little more fleshed outness but again like i see it if it doesn't as well because a novel is it's a very narrative novel and we you know you can pick who you follow like the perspective the perspective you know and it's that's why i guess it's teeter-totter as like when we answer is this a solid adaption or not because it feels like a book like it feels like a novel yeah, story like, like- as a film, I think it would have done better to flesh out those parts. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. Because, like, there's just that aspect of seeing, you know, and, like, mm. just there's, it's a different media in general, and there's yeah. certain things Like, it, it makes sense in a novel to just go in one perspective. Exactly. It makes sense there, too, and just kind of, like, focus on that, and, like, it's more intriguing to, like, s- like see from one one view instead of, like, omnip- om- mm, like an omnipotent view yeah. of, like, seeing everything, but... In a film, since we're like going in and out of different places, like it could have been, you know, yeah, cool to do that. Yeah, and like I said, it would have definitely had a bigger impact. I would have definitely felt been drawn into, uh, excuse me, been drawn into it a lot more. Yeah, and like some things definitely would have had a more emotional impact on me, mm-hmm. and I would have definitely been for sure like more uh, attracted to like the relationship and really buy into that relationship mm-hmm. as well. So. It's more. Of, it's just like a missing piece, I guess you can say. Like it's definitely something yeah. that they missed out on, rather than trying to be a perfect adaption of the book. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's uh, my m- biggest. Yeah, I mean, it's not thing. like a crazy big thing. I feel like. No. I mean, it still worked without it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you added it, it could have kind of brought out a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, even like all the other characters that pretty much had like zip not to do with the story. Felt perfect in their place as well. well. What's that guy's name? That kid who always gives him a comment? <laughs> so, when I looked it up, it's just Gamu-kun. 
which oh, just really? means gum guys. <laughs> gum guy, essentially. <laughs> he doesn't have a name. Like, oh, well, he does have a name. His name is revealed, like, when he marries. He marries. Kill, right? Yeah, yeah. So his name is, like, on the card. Oh. But I forgot. But, like, it's gum guy. Gum guy. <laughs> that was kind of weird, too. Like, when I first saw him, mm. and, like, he's the only guy who talks to him. Yeah. And, like, it's just like their relationship was kind of, like, weird. I mean, it was okay for yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, like, it wasn't bad. It but was, I was just like, yeah. You want some gum? <laughs> yeah, Yoshiga every single every Yoshiga. time. Yoshiga, Yoshiga. I yeah, I was like, just hoping that he didn't do that on the wedding day, and he late. did it. <laughs> I was like, oh man, like. But there, would you have Yoshiga known? Yoshiga was fine. Yeah, I knew as soon as he said Yoshiga, uh, but like uh, the gum part, I felt like it was a little too much. Gotcha. Because I, I felt like it was just playing to the, the stereotype of him. Yeah. Instead of like... His motif him. kind of Because who chews gum before a wedding? It's like, a nervous thing. It's a nerve thing. I don't know, It's like man. a tick, you know? I mean, I'm sure you could. <laughs> but it's just like... Dude. Well, I'll say I didn't... If I remember correctly, like watching it the first time, I didn't know that that was him. Really? Even, even like when, even he, when said, he said Yoshiga? No, it wasn't until the gum that I had the revelation. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So come on, bro. Give, give us dimwits <laughs> some acknowledgement ah. here. All right, leave me alone. <laughs> come Ooh, on, bro. Yoshiga. <laughs> Who else could he have been? <laughs> <laughs> not the first. Not the not the classroom. Uh... The chairman. Yeah, the chairman. Oh God, no! <laughs> what did you think about that scene, like the house scene and the uh... same thing with Gamukun <laughs> <laughs> and the chairman of the class scene? You know, it's it's like a, a can of worms that they open in the movie and then they had to close it. You know, real quick, <laughs> real quick, because like it's brought up right that like from the very beginning. It's like she's like, yeah, I she had a boyfriend, a boyfriend yeah. had one, and it didn't really work out, and so it just happens to be the classmate, and then. Like, I, I, I didn't suspect it. And even now, when I was watching again, I wouldn't... It's kind of hard to suspect that the chairman is the boyfriend. Yeah. He does pop up, but there's no, like... Indication. Indication that, that yeah. he was going out with her. And there's no, indi- like, indication of his intention of liking her. He yeah. just kind of pops up. And then when he steals the, the book. The book. Yeah. So it's not, like, clear until the rain thing. Yeah, he confronts him yeah. in the rain. Which is, uh, it's whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, they they opened it and they closed it and it was done. And I was like, that's cool. That's fine. (laughs) That's whatever. It was a reason for him to go back into the house. What did you think of, like, never seeing uh, Sakura's parents? Uh, You know, I thought about that for you. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I don't don't know. I mean, look, the the story was just about them, too. And so it was fine with me. It was fine with it. Until the end. Until the end. You see your parents. I actually like that and like that part. Mm. The moment was his mother, her mother, and yeah. him, and like how she's giving the book, the journal to him. What did you think about? So like my thing with, um, sort of like the way it adapts, like the dialogue of the movie. Yeah, kind of just found it like again, it just feels like a book, and the way that <laughs> the dialogue is so poetic in mm. some places. It is, and it's like, un- it's just unnatural, and it just like. You don't you don't know if a human being would talk like that exactly in certain cases, mm. and like how she like um, makes like these little a- anecdotes and like her like um, mm. her kind of making these analogies and like you know like she's talking about like if you eat the pancreas like yep, yep. you know you get 
you get that person's soul mm-hmm. in your body and stuff and like, like redefining that. it in yeah. that way kind of redefining it i, think, I, I liked it i like yeah i like the poeticism of it mm-hmm. but i think like it, maybe it it didn't feel as bad because it, i i i'm just listening to the language sure. and reading the subtitles it doesn't feel as like standing out a bit yeah it doesn't yeah. stand out as much as as poetic gotcha, gotcha. because i'm just i don't know the language mm-hmm. as well it makes sense yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't resonate with. Like if it, if they were speaking like that in English, Definitely maybe it would have felt a little more like unnatural. Unnatural. Like it's like, how art thou? How art thou? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it was like, that bad. Well, obviously, obviously not. I'm <laughs> exaggerating there. Like, like if if I heard in in English language, like you know, I I hope I want to eat your pancreas so that or i want you to eat my pancreas yeah, so yeah. that you know you can i can have i can be with you or something like it kind of feels a very poetic in, mm. in the english language yeah it might feel kind of off but since i was just listening to it it didn't feel mm. unnatural per se yeah i mean it really stood out for me in um after the fight scene in the rain and he goes back into the house and then he's like well you know if i hadn't met you like whole life is coincidence and she's like oh, it's yeah, not a coincidence not, yeah the yeah. fate thing and like that like the whole monologue choice, you know the whole brought us here yeah it's just like all right <laughs> now we're tugging a little bit here mm. like that and then i guess it makes more sense when it's happening in narration yeah you know because it's narration um like near the like the very end it, it really tugs on that but and even even when he's writing the uh letter the, the text uh yeah, 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 running. yeah. It makes Very sense poetic. in a way of like, if it's not spoken. Yeah, you, it, you it, wasn't, it wasn't. Yeah. It was just a narration and like technically he's just writing it, it. So, so. But it, when it is spoken, it's like, hmm. I mean, I'd kind of give it a pass because it's like dialogue isn't natural speaking anyway. Yeah. You know, it's a movie. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, it felt more like novel-esque rather mm. than I, I didn't mind it too much. Yeah. I didn't mind it. But it, it did just stand out a little bit. My second watch, it, it stands out a little more. Um, but you know the the uh, the ending, the just the ending ending. Okay. Where like, it's such a typical Japanese ending. <laughs> like every such movie, I feel like they do that. Like you know, you know, like how like there's that narration and then like mm. a just a straight cut. <laughs> they do that for so many films, like in Kids oh, in the Slope. Yeah, they do yeah, that. Yeah. They do that in Kids in the Slope. I like it. I'd rather have it's, a cut it's, ending. It's nice. I mean, like it, it's it works. It's effective. But mm. I just see it all the time. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's a bad. Right. It, it's bad that I see it all the time. But I'm just saying I do see it all the time. Mm. How they end it like that every yeah. single time, especially like these like um, heart heart tugging kind moments. of like <laughs> moments. They always use that as a as the way to end, end the films. It's a it's a Japanese thing. <laughs> I feel like it is, right? It's very. I'm trying to think of like American movies like have cut endings. I mean, not in like love films. And maybe stuff not. Like it's usually like like a landscape shot and then cut fade. <laughs> you know, like oh, yeah, fade, fade, or yeah, fade, fade, or, yeah, fade, or even if it is a cut, like landscape shot, like it doesn't linger in the yeah, moment yeah. between people. It's just like it's a fade in the shot itself, kind of thing. Yeah, but that. That like specific like, there's a narration of like yeah. and then like the B roll and then <laughs> cut. cut. That's such a Japanese like ending. I feel like it's kind of nice. 
It I I mean it's not bad. Like I'm just I'm just saying it is. I'm adopting it from now it on. It is what it is. So like whenever I hear these uh, narration, I'm like, oh, it's gonna end soon. It's gonna end soon. And now. Nah. <laughs> um, anything other uh, points scenes you kind of want to bring up? Um, what about the uh, ending scene with uh, Kyoko and Shiga? The wedding thing. The wedding. I think it's nice it was a nice ending i mean if i felt like it wrapped up in a bow compared to like the sudden uh, death that we just experienced and i think that's why it's like it plays so well to like there's it's really just a narration of something like him telling the story yeah so it feels like we have a backstory to rely on rather than it just be like she dies and mm-hmm. then he's self-gloomy and then he says like the, i mean you could have passed the movie to end when he gets the book at um when he meets uh, the mother yeah. you know like that could have been a way out but i would have been really upset uh, <laughs> personally like if it had ended there and like screw you guys for robbing everything <laughs> but you know it goes back to I, the I like and then... i like the him doing the treasure hunt for the letter i yeah, like that yeah. part but like in that way it's I'm like oh it's so fantastical like it's so mm. like I don't like trope. I don't want to say tropey, but just yeah. Very... But it's a movie, man. Yeah, I don't know what to expect from a movie. It's very movie esque, but it's nice. It's a nice feeling. Yeah, it's like cool. like it, it gives you good feelings. Like yeah. I feel like I'm glad they ended it on that note. Like you know, I'm happy it ended on there. a brighter note. Exactly. On a hopeful note. Phew! They dodged a bullet. Uh, I'm trying to think of a movie that didn't like. They just killed the character, and it was like. Ugh really i mean usually these kinds of movies they aim towards a sense of hopefulness no mm. i feel like they do most times yeah i think this one just did it unless they really want to be like assholes and it's like, be like <laughs> yeah life sucks <laughs> period <laughs> even like um like that and then i i kind of even like the little like that micro hint of a story between the classmate who's telling the story to and mm. then the girl that's always bothering him yeah it's just like in class yeah it just feels weird though like, like their interaction is kind of weird too. <laughs> she's like just pokes him out of nowhere. Yeah, like, she just like bugs him, hey, and, then, and then she just leaves, <laughs> like bounces. And then he's like, "I think she likes you, bro." And he's like, "Hey, see you tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> Um But like, but yeah, it, it was cute. Like I, like, I like, I like the little like connection, like yeah, like you know, generations have their own like mm. little love stories or whatever. I like that like little cute kind of aspect yeah. to it. It's neat. It's nice. It's a nice ending. It's a it's a very well. I mean, they did a good job of uh, like tying every loose end. I feel like yeah. You know I mean? think like, that's where like every went. every payoff that every like you know in the beginning they mm. have a little like setup and then they all paid it. They paid everything off. Mm. I think that's what it is. The newspaper, the treasure hunting, like, the fucking the, newspaper, the kid, <laughs> and you know they everything like they just. The uh, class, the chairman, whatever, mm-hmm. Kyoko, everything. They just paid it all off. Pretty much. So I think that's why it felt satisfying, you know? Yeah. Because, I, yeah, cause I wasn't lingered. Like, at the end, I was like, ah. Like, yeah, it just felt conclusive. Yeah. Felt conclusive. Too many movies where you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> they didn't do this. They didn't do that. Well, what happened to this? You've what happened some, to this? You've got some holes here, sir. And we need to fill them. Um... Blah, 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 blah. Like, like kids on the slope kind of felt like that that's like, what i was thinking about that like plot like there's like little holes everywhere that like just never really gets it doesn't wrap anything yeah, up wrapped up or make things clear like yeah the the um jinbro arc <laughs> yeah like, 
what? No. Like, just come out with it. Like, stop beating around the bush. Like, as you were saying earlier, like, the whole, yeah. it doesn't make anything clear. Yeah. Sort of thing. I don't know if that's, like, cool. Yeah. Or. <laughs> it just doesn't I feel make like sense. it's such a Japanese thing. Like, they do I that a so. lot in Japan. And I think, like, I see that. just generally their culture, too, is not so straightforward. Mm. It's more, like, beat around fluff. the bush. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put some fluff. Yeah. You know, they they love to put put on a facade, for better or for worse. I agree with that. In so, in some aspects, I kind of like it. I like it because others, there's layers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can find these layers, and you mm-hmm. can kind of read more deeply into what a person's thinking in a sense. You're really forced to like do that. Do that, yeah. Because you you don't get it. Koreans are kind of like that too. Mm-hmm. We're like, so I mean, I think it's changing a little bit in Korea. Okay. But they're very beat around the bush. <laughs> They just can't straightforwardly just say Come what out they, with it, Lee. Yeah, like, I hate that. Come out. Because I'm very straightforward. Mm. And like, I'm Americanized. just like, dude, tell me, tell me what you're <laughs> thinking. You're like, just say what you want to say. Like, stop, like, sugarcoating it or whatever, you know? But You're a very sweet culture. In America, we like our beef rare. <laughs> <laughs> I like it raw. I like it raw. Bloody is best. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, funny. We went through my whole outline. The fact that the they fact have that separate actors for different separate aged actors. characters. Different Hallelujah. Oh, <laughs> oh, but you don't. Oh, that's good, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like kids on the slope where they're high schoolers. Oh, and then yeah, they yeah, play yeah, into yeah, adults yeah. like years later. Yeah. And they fit and they're perfect. Yeah, I think Coco did a good job, the older one. Mm. Like she I sold, she sold that wedding thing pretty well. I think they all did phenomenal. Yeah. Um, especially Shiga. Yeah. And where's the older version of Sakura though? <laughs> so thanks for listening today. As I close the book on that note. Shaking my head so hard right now. It just makes the story believable. Like it just it just buys into the world better. That they're older? Yeah, just stop being lazy and do it. Like pay those people. Yeah. <laughs> Find them. Cast them. And pay them. And do it right. The gum man even got an older version. Even the gum. Gumukun. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, Alright, here's here's some questions. Ready? I'm gonna wrap Truth up. or dare? <laughs> you got some cards, bro? <laughs> I that was a fun game. I'm like, I never thought about that with cards. Um, it, it's very, it's cute. I like, I liked it. It's like, cute. I like their little, like, you know, mm. their little banter and like, their... So curiosity. Look, even like, she's like not head on with the question, like what she wants to hear. She's like, I'm gonna play. I'm that gonna makes sense. It. I mean, they're, they're yeah. you know like they're kids. The kids and like you know they're shy and you know she makes forced, sense. She's forced to live life early, you know. But I think I think that's also the kind of beauty of like teen teenage kind of yeah. age. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where it's not like all straightforward. They're all kind of like doing this for the first time, so they're all mm-hmm. like unsure about things and like they. You know, you beat around the bush for those. It's discovery. Yeah. It's and I, I, I like that, you know, that kind of innocence. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Here's the question. Yeah. Is it a romance or not? Is it what is it? Yeah, it is a romance. What do you think it is, Lee? It's a romance. <laughs> How is it not a romance? <laughs> she likes it. You might be one-sided, but... Um, I think it turns or leans into a romance... By like the last of it, which is which means it's a romance, right? <laughs> but for like the chunk of it, 
I don't think it really is. Well, so what is it? Well, like, as I said in the beginning, like, her kind of speech to what it was, like, she just sees him as, as, like, she wants to get close to him as, I, like, to live her, like, normal life and experience these new things. But at the same time, like, she states that she was interested in him from the start, but because that, you know, he's a very lonely character. And so, like, they kind of can share the same thing of, like, experiencing these new, like, living their life to the fullest, even though they have different circumstances, they're kind of in the same boat of, like, you know, we're unexperienced or we haven't been living the full. Well, I mean, I could see it as a platonic relationship. Yeah. If I really, like... But I think, like... If I really become skeptical mm, of it. I think the development that they have in turn of that makes it into a romance. Yeah. I mean, like, if I'm really skeptical and if I'm like, okay, Mm. like, it's still... Like, her mentality was out of this desperation... And she did all these things not out of love mm-hmm. or not out of like, you know, just just like this, like traditional way of thinking about love. Yeah. And him, if I can really if I'm skeptical of like his behavior, I could be like, OK, yeah, like he just did it out of a certain kind of like so, like yeah. be feeling sorry for her or like or like, you know, out of a friendship. It could make sense, too. Mm-hmm. But I think just kind of looking at it as a in a more. Um, unassuming way would be just like a natural um evolution into like you said romance. Yep, case closed. <laughs> yeah, and I think like just those feelings get more and more. Clear. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she would say some of the things that she said exactly. if she didn't like mm. the person. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think a girl would say some of the things or like be so like forward right. about certain things. That mm. she, you know, like like. Like, oh, can you get me the face wash from my bag and walk into in. the No girl would do that if like, you know, didn't like Not you know, have some kind of feeling, you mm. know. Or like, you know, carry me to the bed or like mm. or like hugging him in the house or like, Yeah. I agree. I think just yeah, it's a development of like just those things become more and more clear. If anything, I feel like he didn't have as much affection. Right, right. Even till the point of the house. Mm. Oh, oh! What about that scene? The rapist qualities start coming out. The rapist <laughs> qualities. <laughs> when he goes like full sociopath on her and pushes like, hey, her to the bed. Don't stop try joking me. around. Stop joking around. <laughs> Every time I watch that, it just like brings me out a little bit. It does bring you out a little bit because it's like out of his character. I think. Kind of. Or just this, yeah. No, no it, I like it's kind of out, yeah, it is yeah. out of his character in a certain sense because you've never seen that before, yeah. Thing. And there's no like reason, like, okay, she's think, like testing him in a way, yeah. But I think he, he kind of felt like annoyed because she yeah. keeps on like doing these things, but and then this he's not like, sure if it's out of like really like because mm. she likes him or like just like out of this like weird, like, right, right, teasing him because like. Every single time, it's essentially her like pulling him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead of him like deciding like out of his own kind of will. The only first time he really does that is I feel like is when he sneaks into the hospital. Mm. That's when he like actually like out of his own like desire to move and go to the same place, and then like it starts becoming more like a two way street after that. (laughs) But before then, I feel like everything is kind of more one way. Agreed. And so, like, he might have felt a very defensive and might be like, hey, 
Stop yeah, it. I think it's just like going to. But it does kind of feel a little. Like uh, the overarch. Like rapey. more acting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like such a sudden and like brutal like, yeah. response. Like, all right, let's. Whoa, let's pump the brakes. It's not like he shoves her or anything. It's like. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> no, it's, it's like. like <laughs> yeah, well, like. Grabs her by the hands. Yeah. If I remember, I think it happens a little more. A little better in the anime. I think it's a little more contextualized. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, watching it here, I was like, Ugh, wow. All right. Moving on. <laughs> um, but she, she didn't really care about it, too. She's like, she goes and helps him out after. Like, in the rain, you know, when he gets hit. But she cries. She's like, like, I cried. Oh, yeah, she, she did. She, she was bothered by it. Yeah. yeah. I think just the yeah. chaos of, like, everything that happened afterwards. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. I wrote Dude's, this... like, hanging around her house. I know. The chairman guy. Stalker qualities. Here, I have a good question for you. Does it bother you that it becomes a teacher because she says because to be a teacher? Does it bother me? Yeah. Not really. Because in Kids on the Slope, you're like, oh, of she becomes <laughs> a teacher. I felt like this one was more, like, mm. it was more rewarding. Yeah, I think um this one. <clears throat> I thought the same way because like like again it ties up all the bones. Because a teacher in Kids on the Slope was like left field. I feel like, <laughs> but like here it's like it's more fleshed out. Like okay, we he's a teacher from the start, and then we yeah. find out that he wants to be a teacher. Well, he finds that he is a teacher because she says so. But then we know that he regrets. He does isn't really enjoy being a teacher because he wants to resign. So he has a sort of like this little And also thing. like the female character in Kids on the Slope was like nothing. Nothing. <laughs> but this is like the main character. Mm. And it's like his journey of like why he kind of is in the place that he is. Yeah. That makes more sense. There it was just like a throwaway thing where like it's like three quarters into the movie and then three fourths into the movie and then they're like just talking mm. in like a circle and it's like, hey. Be a teacher. Ah, I'll teacher. be a teacher. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. But here, it's not like that. It was more like a, like, you know, there's a story behind it where, like, mm. he's, like, teach, helping her out in the hospital with, like, you know, the homework and stuff. Yep. Oh, you're good at this. And mm. then, you know, it's, it's kind of built up more, you know? Yes, it's it's yes, more yes. fleshed out. All right. All right. <laughs> he's giving that a pass. Guys, he's giving that a pass. Um... Yeah, so uh, the root questions. Did we enjoy it? Of course. Um, yeah, it was good. Number one on the ranks. This is uh, out of the whole series. I I, I actually cried during that. that uh, the, the mother mother and Sheikah part. I I I shed some tears. Which one? When when the mother and 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 oh, Sheikah oh, oh. are together and like they're like talking. You about cried it. with him. Yeah, no, it's just sad. Just kind of like feeling like. There's that person not there anymore. Mm. And like the people who are left behind, they're like kind of talking about, reminiscing about who yeah. she was. Yeah. She had some tears. Not going to lie. Yeah. You heard it first. Hearing <laughs> <laughs> getting past the screen. <laughs> past the subtitles. Lee cried. <laughs> I, I actually cry quite, quite frequently. Like it, it's, got it's, a, it's, it's got a soft spot. Yeah. I see. I see. Um, this is a, I would recommend it really to probably to anybody. Yeah. Honestly. 
It's a good all around movie. It makes you kind of appreciate life. Mm. Like, you want a tear jerking movie? I got you, bro. I, li- I like movies like that. And that's why I like uh, Your Lion April. You should watch it if you like this. I'll get to that. Yeah. I'll get there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's on Crunchyroll, I think. I think I've seen it. It's on Netflix, too. Oh, it's on Netflix? Yeah. Even better. It's easier. <laughs> I mean, they're both kind of easy. No. For me, anyway. Okay, it's like, okay Mr. Crunchyroll. That's right. Mr. Crunchyroll Kun. Gamu Kun. Yeah, I think this is a good movie as well to kind of jump into. This is a good movie to end this uh, series. This is a great movie to end the series. Thank God. (laughs) Thank God we didn't end it on like Death Note or something. It's a good thing we started it on a mediocre note and ended it on a high one. Yeah, I'm I'm happy I lost that... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who's who's the winner now lee i think i won man i'm happy about this <laughs> i'm satisfied wow i didn't care He's like, it was my it. intention all along because i knew death note was crap. i had no idea going into the movie what it's gonna be about or like stuff like that so yeah because you were just crapping on it dude. <laughs> no i was just <laughs> like what kind of title is this bro there's <laughs> a white title <laughs> cannibalism you were just like, oh, so I see you've woken up, well, being awoken by cannibalism. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So what's next for us, man? So uh, <laughs> we're gonna sadly uh, stop podcast from now on. <laughs> we're done. No, no, we we retired. We've talked about everything we want to talk about, <laughs> and we're happy to where we are now. Yes. Yeah, so uh, for our next series. Ooh. Drum roll, please. <laughs> so we decided to do um, romantic comedies. It's a through line. I mean, this is not so much of a rom-com as a comedy, but definitely. Yeah, so romance. what we wanted to focus on was comedies, but I felt we felt like it was a little bit too big of mm. a topic to just like, you know, broad, just tackle, kind of tackle just in a broad sense. So, we so kind many. Of narrowed it down to romantic comedies in Asian films. Mm. And so, yeah. Yeah, well, um... So we're going to have five films, right? Yeah, yeah. Two for Sean, two for me, and one from a special Ooh. guest that uh, we will... <laughs> unveil. You, yeah, you'll find out sooner or later, I guess. <laughs> Eventually. <Yeah. laughs> he will kick off the series, mm. and then we'll have the list for you guys then and there. Mm. So, be excited. Be excited. Be, be excited. <gasps> Wait. But they wow. won't be able to watch the movie then, right? For the next series? Oh. Correct. <laughs> so the film is <laughs> On Your Wedding Day. On Your Wedding Day. And that's going to be our first film that, that we watch. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's 2018, right? I believe so. It's a Korean, it's a Korean movie. rom-com. Yep, 2018. 2018. It's called On Your Wedding Day. Mm-hmm. And that will be our first kickoff film with a special guest. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so expect that. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs>